Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Audio Frontier. Ladies and gentlemen, the following podcast is Wrestling Death and is scheduled for one Maybe more. It has no real time limits making their way into your ears. First, from a place called Garniston, he is the Pyramid. It's going to be the funniest show ever because I'm all about the comedy and the money, money. baby. How much you can pay? Mind. And his partner, from Mexico City to Beef Community Centre, I've got stories that are going to blow your mind. Hello and welcome to Wrestling Daft. My name's Rob Florence and Grado's sitting there. Grado, you are on this show with me as usual. How are you doing, mate? I'm alright, Rob. How's yourself? <laughs> I'm good, I'm good. No, but how actually are you? Because I know it's a thing you did at the top of the show, you kind of go like, how are you, mate? I am all right. How actually are you, mate? Well, first of all, I'm a wee bit kind of sad that I've just found out about the passing of Bob Ryder. I just tweeted about it there. Bob was the, he was original TNA guy. He started the company with Jeff and JB and everybody else in 2002. He's been there since. He was the first guy uh, to phone me to offer me a contract five or six years ago. Hey, Grado, you ready to come to America? And I'll never ever forget that. And he was the nicest, nicest man. Every month he helped me. Helped me with my flights. Helped me with, with everything to do with money-wise and stuff like that. And uh, he, he was... Everybody loved him. Everybody. He was just a great guy. And unfortunately, he had cancer near the end and stuff like that. But, he, but I'm, I'm telling you, he was... He's been in wrestling for like 30-odd years back before there was podcasts and shoot interviews and stuff like that. He was involved... Um, we kind of like radio stuff with WCW that was so original at the time and he's been with TNA every day since so uh, sad reading about it um, and hearing about it one of the boys just gave us a bell there and you know it's only just happened in the last hour and it's a bit weird that I don't know how moral this is but TNA haven't made any official statement on it and like Meltzer's reporting it and I'm like Hold on, man. Just what? It's just, it's not as good, mate. I just, this is, uh, a yep. you know what I mean? I, I, I don't think Bob had much family. I could be wrong, but I just think it's a bit. Oh, I've got to go on. Oh, I've got to, I've got to, I've got to report it. It's just a bit immoral. I mean, obviously, it's going to get out, but then that's by the by. That's by the by, but it's just a wee bit. And also, it's the folk that are stooging after him as well, but that, that's always going to be the case. Of. See, this is a weird thing I think that people forget is it's, um, Guys like Meltzer and stuff like that have a huge influence, don't they, on um, on the scene and stuff. And and has he has had a huge influence for a for a long, long time. But there's a reason why you know we call these things the dirt sheets and stuff like that. You know what I mean? I mean these guys have, have don't have many morals. No, you know what I mean. They don't. They, they can't be. 
they can't be in that game if they have morals, if they care about people's feelings, if that's true, you know, any of that. So it's odd that you know, it's odd that he gets the respect that he does get because I don't know what Meltzer's done that's good for professional wrestling. If I'm being honest, do you know what I mean? I'm sure there'll be a lot of people that agree with you, mate. I mean, that's personally like the guy met him, thought he was brand new. He's He's kind of buried me a few times, but then I've been deserved to be buried, but he's also put me over sometimes as well, you know. But but I think most folk would agree with you that he's a bit, yeah. I mean, I've, I've met some wrestlers that if you even mention his name, it's like, stop fucking talking about him. Do not Aye. talk about him. So there's some folk that just absolutely hate him, and I can probably understand why, but it seems as though, like, he's kind of, he's, he's cool to a lot of some of the wrestlers. And you see all this Uncle Dave Potter and shit Aye. like that? Fucking winds me up. Oh, he's been around for a long time. Anyway, let's not talk about him anymore. Uh, let's move on to... Let's hear, here's something. Um, well, we have a wee chat about Survivor Series before we go. We'll wait until the burying thing, because we want to talk about that. We want to talk about Survivor Series, wouldn't we? Um, I, I never watched it. I was going to well, watch I it. Did. I did, mate. So I can cover as they are, right? Uh, I want to thank Ryan, uh, who got in touch. And said thanks to us for getting him back into wrestling. He says he's binge listened to nearly every single episode at work. That's great to hear, Ryan. Glad you're enjoying the show. Keep tuning in. Uh, it's just, you don't say tuning in on the internet, but whatever as you do, pressing buttons, keep pressing buttons on your phone. Uh, Jimbo says it's great to see Drew win the WWE Championship. I love the guy, total shot in the arm for the WWE and can go on to win many more championships, but he's losing his hair, says Jimbo. And I think he needs to get his head shaved or get a transplant. Hopefully the latter, because he suits the long hair. I know as a fellow baldy, he says, that day has to come and he's clinging on, man. I had long hair and get shot yet when I started resembling a bargain basement Bill Bailey. I'm sorry, says Jumbo, but no matter how solid a cunt is, if your hair's stinking, I think I've got a chance. As, I don't, as no, I don't, I don't think Drew is losing his hair. No. You sure? Mm. I think this guy's. Mm. I think this guy's projecting here. I don't think Drew is losing his hair. Is it maybe thinning out because he dyes it black every other week? Could that be? Does that? I've not noticed any. I've not noticed any difference. No, unless he's got a kind of Gareth Bale type gimmick going on in the back of his dome. I don't know. And I'm speaking as a baldy here. John's making a face. I. It's, mm, it's, it looks like it's going that way. Grado, uh, is his dad bald? His dad's bald. I. No, but it's, his mo- it's the mum's dad you look at to see if you're going to be bald or not. Is that right? Is it? Well, so I, don't know if, I don't know if she, he was bald, so I can't tell you that. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, um, the mum's dad, you... Maybe, maybe, maybe it's gone bald. I, I, I would imagine that a guy who's had long hair and has experienced hair loss, he's probably seen the signs we drew. You know what I mean? So we... I mean, you you had long hair, didn't you, Rob? I had long hair at one point, aye. I'm to- I totally forget you're bald because you've always got a bonnet on. Well, take it for me. I don't think he's... Go- I think he's got plenty of time. He's got plenty of time. About another four or five years or two? Oh, you? no, he's got another ten. Easy. So? Plenty of time. Take it for me. Anyway, you'll look fine if he shaves you. I bet you, I bet you when he shaves his head, he looks much better than fucking Jumbo aye. looks. I'll tell you that. But these days in age, mate, you don't need, need these... They're, they're getting tattoos in their skull and they're getting fucking transplants and all that. I don't see him as the kind of guy that would go for the cosmetic surgery or whatever. No, but, um, they'll just shave it off and just... Because he's solid, man. It's better, guys. Yeah, well, um, yeah, deal. I mean, that kind of market's kind of sewn up by ex-footballers and cricketers. 
you know, mm-hmm. on the back of the pages. So and Bob, uh, you know, <laughs> and, and Bob. Chelsea Bob. So he'll get, he'll get a wee cheeky deal if he's losing here. If you want some hip transplant, yeah. well, listen, boys, remember li- the listener Keith who we chatted to, and he worked at Hugo Boss. Remember? Aye. Uh, well, that's a, a few episodes back for anybody that's not heard that one. Very good, very good episode, classic episode. Well, he has sent us a video of all the WWF wrestlers for 1987 on a stage singing a song called "If You Only Knew," and I, it's as awkward as it sounds. Uh, Hulk, Macho Man, Slick, Million Dollar Man singing. Everybody swaying and clapping along. Here's a wee blaster, Alice. Let's see how you better this one to go. Got the raw there as well, oiling them. Like they're maiming. They're maiming. Get him a break, the wrestlers. <laughs> Bobby Heenan, beautiful. Does this totally take you back to me where I've been? Brad. It is a wee bit. You know Jimmy Hart's loving this. Aye. I remember this song. Was this the Simon Cowell album? It might be. It's Hogan there. Hogan has a solo. I love how Virgil's no selling this. Mm-hmm. Ah, King Kong Bundy, Bundy there, man. Bundy, he's he's fucking. Uh... He's <laughs> a better picture. So weird, it's like how Billy Jam looks about fucking fourteen in this video. Junkyard Dog famously fell asleep at the Wheelie's motor, crashed and died. <laughs> There he is. <laughs> All kind of talks as well. Yep, see us on the Patreon, patreon.com forward slash wrestling now. Aye, if you want to see this video, get on our Patreon. <laughs> don't go on YouTube and just Google it. Go on YouTube, don't search for it on YouTube. <laughs> Coco Bee Wells, fucking brilliant, isn't he? It goes on for five minutes. Aye. Stop it. Uh, there's a. Uh, have I showed you the picture? See when you see Bundy. Standing there with his belly out and the, the bow tie. Hold on, can you start it again? So, oh, sorry, sorry. Did I see Dynamite Kid there as well? Yeah. Fucking hell, just the thought of Dynamite Kid doing that up on the stage while they fucking hated a lot of them. But they they've actually kind of covered every one of them. Do you, think, do you think they've been warned? Right. Don't be getting fucking up, do you know, at your age. Somebody's had right. to warn Dynamite Kid, naughty fucking, I don't know spray liquid LSD into the eyes of any of the audience or something. That's what they'd fucking need to say to him. So I've sent a picture into the group chat, um, which I think will be the picture that's used for, for me if it never comes out but me. Anything <laughs> bad, that'll be that's the picture. It's, uh, oh, definitely. Do you know what I mean? That's affecting yep. those downward. It's a picture of me here. I don't know if you can get that on the Patreon, but it's uh, a picture of me. And a bow tie. So is this your death picture? Is what you're saying? So you're basically saying no. That's not a death no, picture. That's death if picture. something oh, dodgy gets if oh, something dodgy right. gets found in his yeah, laptop. Bobby out in Snapchat or something like that. Right. Ah. Right. right. Yeah. Absolutely. That's one of the ones. One of the ones. It looks like you could see that guy on the same show as a Savile, or you know what I mean. It's that kind of hanging it. <laughs> right. Sort of it's horrible. Yeah, absolutely. Get on a Patreon and see that beautiful forty a grado. Let's see what the punters are are saying. Um, no. 
the thing I want to talk about, right, and I know that some of the punters are wanting to talk about and all, is the high point, without a doubt, Undertaker's farewell is these video messages he's been doing on Cameo to people that have paid for these video messages. I spent Monday, the vast majority of Monday, just pissing myself laughing at these videos coming out. They were fucking amazing. They were amazing. Right, let, we need to... Grado, have you, have you... What did you make of these? Well, the, the, my favourite video of all time now is Hello, Granny. <laughs> I just love it. Hello, Granny. And it was a lot better than what they'd done in Survivor Series. I thought Survivor Series was a bit weird, wasn't it? Oh, it was. We'll talk about that. But oh, let's fucking... let's let's hear some. Let, let's hear a wee snippet here. Hello, Granny. It's the Undertaker. And I just wanted to wish you a late belated. Happy 91st birthday. Good Lord. 91. That's awesome. 91 years of dominance. Just like my 30 years of dominance. Granny, you keep doing what you're doing. You keep doing me a thing. Have a great Thanksgiving. And if anyone doesn't like it, tell them that you'll send the Undertaker after them personally. And they will rest in peace. <laughs> so at ninety one getting that. It has to be said, by the way, he's looking good. He's looking good. Take ah, there, I think. Good mate. Um, the the one where he, he says about the husband. Oh, um, I've seen that one. Thank you for right. Hold on. Well, hold on. I think I've got that one. I think this guy tweeted it. I think it's hold on. Thank you. Thank you for being such a great husband. Thank you for being such a wonderful father. Thank you. Thank you for being such a great husband. Hey, what is it? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for being such a laughing man, but he's made like fucking 30k in half an hour. I know. He's just, he's just blasted through all of them, isn't he? Mate, he was on... F- Aye, he has, isn't he? You what do you mean? Would you dare, would you dare him? Why would you not get on cameo, mate? I don't know, man. I don't know. I just would you? Would you do it? We had a discussion about it before. I just think it's a bit. I mean, I don't want to bury it in case I end up having to do it. So we have a weird thing here in Scotland, though, didn't we? We think some doing something like that's a bit kind of. It's a bit yeah, an embarrassment, isn't it? That's de- definitely a Scottish thing. You know that? It must aye, be it is. Because... Americans don't get. Listen, if the fucking Undertaker's doing it. Aye, aye, no, it definitely is, man. You don't want to be seen. It's, that's for come on. There you go, hen. There you go. There's a thing we have a deal for your Wayne. Do you know what I mean? That's no. I would. I'd, I wouldn't have the neck to turn around and go right. That's a score. Right up. <laughs> you know what I mean? Aye, aye, aye. No, I couldn't do it. De- couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. But I might do it. <laughs> Hello, Granny. Hello, Granny. Why not for next week? Send in your wrestling daft cameos, and we can do a couple. Of aye, we'll do a couple of free. Yeah, right, do we'll, that. we'll, we'll do it for it. free or no? Right, well, listen, so the Undertaker done 30, we'll day three. Ah, yes, <laughs> right. fair enough. Right, we'll day three next week. So what did, what did he charge? Did he charge a grand for each one? Yep. Fucking hell, man. A grand for each one and he done 30. It's maybe worth it, isn't it? He done 30 and they'll last like about a minute. I Like you say, like half an hour, just stoning there in costume backstage at Survivor yeah. Series, 30, 30k in his, in his bin. I mean, fuck me. You see him on GMTV? On GM, uh, only the... Aye, the breakfast thing. He was on Good Morning Britain. Where would you call it? Yeah, you sent me the thing, morning. didn't you? Aye, I never watched. Oh, I just. Oh. Aye, I saw it all. 
It's good to see him. He, you can see he's enjoying being able to like be sell and talk to people now. You know what I mean? Mate, he'll be an Amazon celebrity next year. <laughs> I hope so. He could be, by the way. He could I be. Hope so. Um, celebrity I'll... pointless. Here's the undertaker. <laughs> celebrity come down with me. Him and fucking uh, Craig Charles and fucking <laughs> Kevin Webster and <laughs> you know what I mean. <laughs> Christopher, would you call him? Christopher, would you call him? Christopher Biggins. <laughs> we we asked some of the punters, by the way, what they would they would have wanted the um, the undertaker to say. Uh, Davy suggested, when your grand comes round. And she's wanting a wee cake, empire biscuit, or yum yum with her tea. Make sure it's McGee's. <laughs> that was Davy's suggestion. You might be stealing your gig, Grado. That's a belter, could you yum imagine yum. that? Sorry, big man, we don't need you this year. We've got fucking take her. Aye, tidy. <laughs> Auntie Bloom suggested, Hello, Sean, it's me. <laughs> Simon Lebon, I love you and always will. Have a rockin' great day and remember, vote them out. Cool. <laughs> Scott Scott McKenzie's got a good one. Eleven. <laughs> <laughs> fantastic, fantastic. Um, right, do the Lucas one, Gredo. Right, the Lucas one. Where is it? Second one down on that page. I am the dead man. The Undertaker. I am here today with an important announcement. Petrol stations, stop overcharging juice. What? You think because you're out the way a bit, you can charge two pounds for a bottle of iron brew? The RRP is printed on the bottle. You are con man. <laughs> I would love him to do that. <laughs> Love and Ryan, Ryan suggested I'm a wrestler Tay. <laughs> right, it's time for the pun in. This has become a regular feature. Every week we ask you to come up with puns based on wrestling. This week, Grado wanted to hear your medical based wrestling wordplay. You ready for this, Grado? I can I get mine at the road first? Get them in. I get them half in. an hour ago. What do we see? And I did also um I did for some reason when I was doing the puns for this week, I got I, I found an extra um or should I say, I come up with an extra sex one for last week? Right, right, right. I don't know. Maybe somebody said that I don't know, but I just, when I was trying to get the, the medical ones, I come up with Sasha Wanks. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> that, isn't it? That is anyway, good. medical pretty terms, good. I have went for this, but we've harder this week. Uh, first one Arthritis O'Neill, <laughs> uh, Pink Eye Party, uh, aye. Hell in a Stem Cell. Why? Mm -hmm. uh, this one probably is no good if you read it, but Dean Malinthnod. <laughs> uh, and Johnny St. Margaret's Hospice. <laughs> Johnny St. Johnny oh Margaret's God. Hospice. And also, the last one is about shit. Boke Dallas. Boke Dallas. Ah, they're shit. <laughs> anyway. I feel bad. I feel bad that you think Boke Dallas is shit because I had Mean Gene Bokerland as well. So. <laughs> Fraser Smith. Fraser Smith says um, Albert the Hip Hop Hippo or Smear Test. Smear Test. Ah, uh, Jesus. Um, Krieger the wrestler. No, nah. Krieger 
the wrestler. I'm only joking. Krieger, the wrestler. Krieger, the wrestler. Fuck's sake. Right, I'm limiting that again. <laughs> Krieger, the wrestler. Uh, suggested Carlos Colonoscopy. <laughs> Martin Indoors said smear money <laughs> or X-ray Mysterio. Good one. <laughs> That's good a one. good one. Kurt Canny decide if triple HIV or triple AIDS is funnier, so he's submitting <laughs> both. Yeah, good on you. John says Adam Colitis. <laughs> Pablo Pablo says Drew Gulaxative. <laughs> Mixomat Otis Otis. Cystitis mm. O'Neill. Uh, Leo Thrush. Ah, uh, that's a good one. We could have used that last week. One man gang green. <laughs> and Bingo Balanitis. <laughs> ben says Appendix Carter. <laughs> that's good. Porcho says ADHDX. See, I came up with that, but I don't know why I said better. Seat Dandy says Bobby the Brain Hemorrhage Heenan. <laughs> That's a classic one. <laughs> Westy with King Kong Bunyan. <laughs> <laughs> King Kong Bunyan. That's right. Okay. <clears throat> Alistair Kevin Rash. <laughs> or Ambulance Storm. <laughs> Big Benny says. <laughs> Common cold sneeze, Austin. <laughs> where, where the phone would be? There's hundreds. There's hundreds. It's Paracetamolly Holly. <laughs> Brain McMahon. Brain McMahon. And ibuprofen Bala. <laughs> Flew McIntyre. <laughs> John Dislerie. John Dislerie. Oh my God! The next one. Is oh fucking my God. <laughs> Says John La- John Laryngitis. <laughs> <laughs> Willie, Tommy Endoscopy. <laughs> Two-time listener of the week, Jordy Coyle has got back with Gastric Bandmaster <laughs> Sexy. <laughs> Stevie oh. B with STD Low Brown. BBG with Dusty <laughs> with Dusty Roids. <laughs> Uh, James with Bobby Whip Lashley. Oh, that's smart. Uh, Bobby Whip Lashley, that's good. Chris, Kidney Stone Cold Steve Austin. <laughs> Cameron with a few here, Vasek Tommy Dreamer. Alopecia, Sam- Alopecia Samuels. <laughs> Mil- <laughs> Million Dollar Man Ted Diabetes. <laughs> <laughs> and, and Papa Shingles. <laughs> Oh man, stupid big E bowler, Clamidian. That's beautiful. <laughs> Liam with Greg the Hammeroids Valentine. <laughs> Dunks with Hunter Hearst Hernia. Gladonoid with Super <laughs> Superfly Jimmy Veruca. <laughs> Morgs with AJ Piles, and finally. Gary with Legionnaires of Doom. Oh my God, they were some good ones there. Oh man, they were shit hot, weren't they? Oh, ibuprofen baller. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking love. I Molly Holly. Love I them. love John right. Laryngitis. <laughs> oh, hi, John Laryngitis. So <laughs> good. Belter. You want to get in touch with us about any of that or just random wrestling related stuff, you can get us on Twitter at Wrestling Daft, on Instagram at Wrestling Daft Podcast, just Wrestling Daft on Facebook, or email us at wrestlingdaft at gmail.com. What are we doing next week? What are we next, doing next week? Next week we will do. We never done Chinese food the following week, didn't we? No. 
No, don't do Chinese food, no. Oh, we need to do Chinese food. Let's do Chinese food. Or Scottish cuisine. Chinese, Chinese food, I think. Chinese, Chinese food. food. Okay, right, we'll Because that'll be extra good because people will need to walk the line between being funny and no uh, yes. being racist. Yep. So it's a true test. <laughs> it's going to be a true test. We don't want any racist stuff. So, no. uh, but put yourself out there. Put yourself out there. Um, you know, every week we like to separate the good for the bad in the wrestling, the undertakers for the underfakers. Uh, what do you want? What do you want to bury? And what do you want to pull this week, Gredo? Um I don't know. What should I? I don't know. Well, you you watched Undertaker's Farewell, right? <laughs> Undertaker's nope. Farewell was uh... right. Well, Undertaker's Farewell was probably the only thing I've seen this week, um, and I thought it was a bit weird. But it, I mean, it was good getting all his old pals. But it was like it was a bit of. Uh, I don't know, is this just a kind of new thing, right? But, like, older guys now, when they come back and everybody dances to the theme tunes now and they all kind of dance, like, all dance, don't they? Like, yep. You know, in the, in the ring and, like, Godfather's music hits and, like, you know, fucking Savio Vegas pure dancing to it and clapping to it and Mick Foley and all that. It's a bit weird, isn't it? Am I being a wee bit too, uh, too, too much of a Scrooge? No, no I, I, I think you're right. I don't know, I don't even understand yeah. why they're all came <laughs> Come on! <laughs> you know what I mean? Why did they all? Why were they all? Because they just all came out and then they vanished. Midian looked as if he'd been carted for the fucking nearest boozer, which I don't know if he is having problems, and I feel bad. But do you know what I mean? He looked, he looked <laughs> covering himself there. Um, I just didn't get it. I didn't get. Look, fundamentally, my main issue with this is the Undertaker should have been saying goodbye in front of an audience. Aye. But do you know what that way about Rab, I couldn't really get into it because it's been it's been Undertaker's been it's been a talk all summer. No that way, then then you feel like that. Aye. Like, do you know what I mean? It's been shoved in my throats as much as great. It's just, I mean I, you can't say that. I can't say that, but I'm just saying emotionally I wasn't like, oh fucking bad. But it still would have been it still would have been, I think you would have liked it if it had been in front of a crowd, and here's why. We get robbed of we get robbed of the opportunity to see The Undertaker struggling with his emotions. Right. A lot of these guys come out and they do their retirement speeches and stuff, and I think they have a lot of plans in their head for how it's going to go. Um, but then the crowd start chanting, and the crowd are just a, a live, organic thing, and they do their own thing, they do what they want. And, you know, you see these guys get emotional because the crowd start doing things they maybe didn't expect. Or, you know, or just the crowd being there just emotionally gets to them. What we ended up getting there for Undertaker, I felt, was a bit of a... It was a performance that was really, you know... He was just coming out and doing his bit, and there was no audience there to feed off And it was a shame because it, it robbed him, I think, of a very real moment, and it robbed the audience of a very real moment. Because I think he... The kind of response he would have got, I think, for the crowd... He would have struggled to stay in character and all that, I think. You know what I mean? <laughs> Do you think he had a... Do you think the Undertaker had a, had a pure shite day on Sunday, man? Pure day the cameos with his wig on and all that. And hello, granny. Just pure coming back from it and going, I was a lot of shite, man. I'm going to get ripped this week for all the cameos. And then I'm going out there and there's no fucking crowd. And somebody's fucking invited fucking Rikishi. You know what I mean? Aye. I can't it's also that thing, it's like... So that's why I get him, man. I've got GMTV in the morning. <laughs> 
know that thing as well when all your mates turn up for a hang and you kind of look at your mates and you go, fucking hell, all my mates are a fucking mess. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I kind of feel I would have felt that as well. Would have looked down and seen what was stunning in the ring and I'd have been like, look at the fucking state of them, man. I know the, and you know I, how the way you go on Facebook, you know, right? Here's what I do. I go on Facebook and I look at, I, sometimes I see people that I was at school with and it reminds me about how old I'm getting because I look at them and I go, fucking look at the state of them, man. That's look at the state sleep. of all the people I went to school with. They look fucking ancient. Aye, mate. I went on a, a bird that was in my class at the school. I went on her Facebook today. Don't get me wrong, she's been smoking the hash when she was about 11, but it's t- certainly taken her toll. You know that way you can see her eyes, they're, at, they're all getting that wrinkly way, and she was she was tidy back in the day, you know, and it's just it's a kind of sad thing, and I would imagine Undertaker felt the same, and, you know, it's the awkwardness of like, the Godwins turning up with her gear. <laughs> they're done your ease and all that, you know what I mean? Like, fucking, just bring your gear. <laughs> the, God- <laughs> the Godwins coming backstage, you know what I mean? Same Rikishi, you brought your gear. <laughs> We're doing it in gear. <laughs> <laughs> right, <laughs> but why were you on the last for your school's Facebook page today? Snipped up, I mean. Uh, no, what, aye, anyway. Big Kane came out, and he he was in the full regalia. Aye, man. That was interesting, wasn't it? Mate, two of them. Do you think that's another thing? I know. Imagine the Undertaker and Kane get their wigs fitted. <laughs> same thing. <laughs> Backstage, up, yeah. It's not your wig, not it's Kane's. <laughs> Actually, if Undertaker, sure was, <laughs> if Undertaker was to go on Pointless Celebrities, Kane would be good to go on with him, wouldn't he? Do it together. I, I've never seen Pointless. Oh, that's fair. <laughs> um, Family Fortunes, he could go on that. Oh, uh, aye, aye. Undertaker, Kane, aye. who else are they related to? His wife, uh, Michelle McCool. What's her second name? Do you know how in Family Katie Fortunes? Vick. About? Mm-hmm. Katie Vick. Katie <laughs> Vick. So what did you make of the Paul Bearer hologram? Again, it would have been. Could they have done it in front of a crowd? That, that would that would have go a. You know what I mean? That would have really kind of. You know what I mean? Would have got a, a really good a wee clap. Aye, but it was just the kind of fake. Crowd. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look at that! That's nice. That's a nice touch, isn't it? It's a pity you would have thought they could have got Paul Bearer moving, instead of just being like a still. That felt a wee bit low budget to me as well. Well, when you see the one, you could have had that, you know. Well, hi, exactly. You know Imagine I mean? you could have had Paul Better moving and doing the whole "Oh, my Undertaker" all right. that stuff, you know. Because when I read that he had showed up in a telegram, I thought they've probably got in a telegram. I I thought what did I say? <laughs> you fucking said that in a telegram, in a hologram, you mean a hologram? <laughs> a telegram. Sending a fucking through the wire. Uh, we got a telegram from Mr. Undertaker here. It's uh, Paul Bearer. Come here. <laughs> well, I don't know. But I just kind of thought to myself, when I, when I read the spoiler, I thought, right, they're probably going to get bits and bobs of Paul Bearer's voice through the year because he's probably spoke a bit like being did or, you know, or something like that. And I thought they would, they'll mix it together, but it was kind of snide, wasn't it? Yeah, I just kind of felt it was... Oh, I'm on, but... Something different, wasn't it? There was no way the Undertaker deserved. I don't think Undertaker. No, obviously he's probably going to go straight into the Hall of Fame. Again, rammed down my throats again. And no, rammed down my throats. I don't want to sound like that kind of guy, but it basically just shows you that they've not got much else. Eh? Here's what I want to put over. I want to put over uh, the Drew and Roman Reigns match, which stole the show completely uh, and was a cracking, I've always said, uh, I just love to... Two big guys going at each other. I actually messaged Drew to say, 
everybody's going to be talking about the fucking Undertaker, but your match was for a fucking dynamite. That was a brilliant, that was a brilliant wrestling match. Um, and Drew looked. I mean, Roman Reigns is special. I think you know. What I mean, I mean, I, I've always said this. You know, I mean, I think Roman Reigns is one of the, you know, once in a generation kind of guys. You know, what I mean, like a singer, isn't he? Aye, he's he's unreal, right? He's special, and and Drew hung with him, no bother in there. Looked totally, totally looked right in there, uh, and you just want to see them. You're, you're thinking to yourself, this could be WrestleMania main event next year. But I would say, Easy. I would say that Reigns coped with Drew, but. You know, the way you say that, I'd say it the other way, but maybe I'm wrong. What, what do you mean? Well, you just went, what did you say? He kept up with, with, with Roman Reigns. I'm like, well, no, I think it'd be the other way about it, but. No, I'm, I'm saying, no, I, I'm I'm not. I'm saying that the Drew just looked, totally looked apart in there. All right, okay. I you get know, it. He totally I, looked, he looked apart. He I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Aye, I'm talking shit. Right, Roman good. Reigns is at the only tapas. Roman Reigns is on the top level in that. The tapas list, isn't he? He's, right. he's, only, <laughs> he's right up top in that company. Uh, uh, um, and Drew was right up top with him, and that, and that's you know, and and right away you just kind of go like that. This could be WrestleMania main event next year, easy. Just book that, just get get this up and running. That's what we want to see. Did it last long? I it was quite long. It was mm-hmm. a de- it was a decent. It wasn't a, I mean, I was expecting it to be, you know, interference, and I mean, obviously there was interference, but uh, what I was happened? expecting the... interference to happen earlier than that. Aye, Jay Russo came in, and you know, there was a whole. I've just said that I've had a temperature come right on me, then I've got it on my window. It's just right there. So Credo's just a way to just sort of sell out with the COVID and that. Um, let's go and see what the punters are wanting to bury and wanting to put over this week. Stephen wants to put over Scotland being class. Football team getting to the Euros. Big Daddy Drew shagging Randy Orton again. <laughs> Pete winning the Bake Off. Scottish guy. Um, who I Bake Off guy? I. Uh, do you watch Freedom, it? Flower of Scotland, blah blah. I am Brew. Also, some lassie trying to square go every mammo and Sterling on TikTok. <laughs> We're no on TikTok, mate. I don't know that. We're grown men. We're grown men, Gredo. We're no on TikTok. Nah, I've no on TikTok. Takers on it. John wants to put over the broken skull sessions with Undertaker and the WWE Network. The big man oh. tells stories for days. There's a second part of that. I've not watched it yet. Oh, is there a second part? Yes, there's a I second one. Oh, really? It was on right after Survivor Series. Was uh, it good? It was too. I, I've not seen it yet. It was too late, but of course it was going to be good. They opened up with Jack Daniels right at the start. Oh, nice. The Dak Daniels was flowing. They were getting their Dak on, uh, and you know there's got to be some good stories there. Here, I was in a hotel last night. That was the world record for the most amount of bottles of whiskey in the one room. It was a pure all to tell the Glen Esk Hotel and. Someone in Aberdeen, and she was like, Look at this, isn't this fantastic? Look at all the, the whiskey. And I'm not really a big whiskey guy, I tell the woman, this is it's just Jack Daniels. But then she went, uh, Aye, this is the kind of big appeal to this place, right? And I went, Cool. And I walked through into the next room, and do you know what they had? What? A fucking room dedicated to planes, man. A picture of Concord, the 747, A380, and I'm going, Fuck, never mind your whiskey. And I goes, Get a look, I love this. And she was telling me that the owner was a pilot. By the way, I will be back on Twitch soon. I've just got broadband issues. But um, I, I just before I tell you, it was amazing, man. All these pictures of planes. So I sat there and got a wee, um, a, a wee turkey toasty. So it was tidy. So. Beautiful. And is this, was this when you were filming the Hogmanay thing? Aye. Wait, what'd you call him? Gary Rhodes. Uh, Nick Nail. Aye. Uh, Bronze Cello wants to put over Survivor Series. Great show. And what a laugh at the Patreon pay-per-view party. 
It was. Oh, nice. So that's the patrons all getting involved in the pay-per-view party. Terry is an undertaker on his promo media Zoom tour advertising it. He's loving all that stuff. And he wants to bury the long, almost 40-minute segment that went with it. Um, right. It was a long segment, wasn't it? Uh, Stephen wants to put all Street Profits versus the New Day for Survivor Series in particular. Well, what, what did we think? Where, where are they going with this? I don't know. I don't know. I th- it's, it's almost like a passing at the torch, but then the New Day are still going. But I know. So it's weird, isn't it? It's a weird setup. I'm interested to see where it goes. Uh, and he wants to bury, Stephen wants to bury Impact for having uh, Swoggle come out as AJ Styles. Really cheap dig at the guy that arguably built their company. Shut up. And I'm really... Oh, and I'm really surprised that, of all people, Carol Anderson was at the centre of it. I thought him and Styles were really close mates. Oh, because I'm sure AJ Styles is... AJ Styles doesn't give a fuck. He doesn't give a fuck. He AJ. probably doesn't even know about it. And if he does, he probably went... He's cool. probably laughing at it. Yeah. Aye, that's cool, man. Aye, they're, they're all, I hate to break this to you, Steve, but they're all pals. <laughs> See all the wrestlers, don't they all hate one? That's not like t- they're all pals. Wrestling's kid on. <laughs> Wrestling's kid on. Aye. We should have a t-shirt that says Wrestling's Kid On, won't it? <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> Wrestling's Kid On. Daniel wants to put over uh, Pat McAfee on NXT. Didn't think I'd say that, but he's doing some very good work. Uh, John made a wee face there like, yes, he is. Oh, he is. He's, 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 I think he's been exceptional. Like, really, really good. Mm. His promo is fantastic, and he's no bad in the ring and all. So. And Daniel wants to bury the Women's Survivor match. Just weird booking overall. The Women's Survivor match, grade old, Lana won. Lana was the sole survivor. No, I did see the bit for Raw with her and Nikki Storm. That was a bit weird. No, that was um, uh, Alexa Bliss. Oh, sorry. But that's all right, mate. They are beef. That was nice. You like that, but... <laughs> <laughs> Willie wants to put her Seamus versus Riddle for Raw this week. Belt of your match. And he wants to bury Survivor Series as a concept. No! No, I want to come in there on that. I fucking hate the traditional Survivor Series setup. The four versus four, four teams flung together. I couldn't give a fuck. Can I hear an amen? I don't know. I quite like it. Why do you like it? Why do you like it? I don't know. It's just, I think it's just tradition. You're kind of brought. Uh, Survivor Series used to be my favourite paper. I remember going to the video shop when I was away and, you know, like getting the old Survivor Series um, 89 and all that sort of stuff. But it was all the teams. And it's all exciting because all the wrestlers are getting together and they're a team against the baddie team. And See, I, like that. I think that just stuck with me. Rob, I love Multimans as well. I do. I don't know whether it's for a wrestler point of view, but I Mate, like you love being cause... in them because you can get a rest. Fucking, <laughs> <laughs> you nailed it. <laughs> you absolutely nailed it. Because quite a lot of the time, you know, especially at the start, they're all walking on the fly, right? You getting wheeled this something together, blah blah, and and it's always a lot. Of, it's just kind of, and it, a lot, a lot. It's just improvises go along. So I like watching to see how they, how they go. Mate, see if I can bump shit. It's yeah. not much, but <laughs> nah, it's not for me. Stephen wants to put all the Drew and Roman match and Barry Strowman headbutt and Adam squaring the forehead, but I'm having a bruise on Topi's head. The bruise was put in the wrong place. Bad work by the makeup team there on that one. You kind of get in past these wrestling daft listeners, by the way. They won't notice anything. And Fraser also wants to put all Drew and Roman. He says he'll admit that it was he was sceptical about the way it was built, but he says the match itself when it got gone was great. Drew still looks strong despite the loss. And there's the added doubt of whether Roman would have kicked out Eric Claymore if there'd not been a ref bump, he says. And he also <laughs> wants to bury 
That 24-7 title's just no longer relevant. It's had its high point when Drake was champ. I just sighed when it ended up backing our truths on. <sighs> what have you done that? Uh, and finally, finally, Scottish Wrestling Network wants to put over the Reface app for having Grado in the turkey suit as the Thanksgiving featured video. I bet Grado had a few notifications about that. Did you have a few notifications uh, about that, mate? i getting all day, man. Don't, I got a wee bit of buzz, man. You get that reface on this fucking Dua Lipa, David Beckham, Miley Cyrus, then me. That's <laughs> 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 honestly. The fucking the turkey, but one of the lowest points. I thought, nah, it wasn't a low point. It was good fun. Then I, I like being in the turkey match. Although TNA would done usually every year, they go, "What was your favourite turkey suit memory?" Because I think AJ Styles done it or that. And usually every year they post me, but this year's another the bastards. So get up, he's had go and reface fucking AJ. Good on you, mate. Good on you. <laughs> So you can get me Wrestling Daft content at patreon.com forward slash Wrestling Daft. You can even get signed up for a year as a wee Christmas present to yourself. We've got three tiers which you can choose and you can get involved at the website patreon.com forward slash Wrestling Daft. The first tier is a Cruiserweight Champion which is $4 a month and you get patron only chat communities, ad free versions of all the episodes, you get early access, you get random bonus content, a video version of the marks. Plus, you get to vote on what you want to see li- featured in the list of wrestling daft and for the marks fantasy booking island. Tier two, you get everything else with that. It's, a, it's ten dollars a month. You're the intercontinental champion, and you get video versions of the podcast each week. Bonus episodes up there now. You can get the Rabone Wrestling, the RF video shoot interview with uh, Rab and my Grado It's yourself story. Plus, there's going to be a new dafties one up each week where the marks are arguing over the best and worst wrestler match and moment of the month and we have some very special ones planned for Christmas you can also join the Patreon pay-per-view parties shout out to Robert, Paul, Pablo and everybody else who watched Survivor Series on Monday Tier 3, you're the World Heavyweight Champion which is $20 a month I've written the previous tiers again you get a free wrestling daft shirt that's in your choice you must be signed up for a minimum of 3 months plus you get to feature on one of our shows as one of our marks or do a run-in on the show. So if you fancy that and becoming one of our patrons, sign up now at patreon.com forward slash wrestling daft as we would love to welcome you to the roster. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. It's the part of the show now where we invite you, the listeners, to their run-in. Come on, ask what you want. You might want to praise the pilot episode of the Scots. It's fantastic. Go a series. And ask, will we see it in the telly again? Aye, we will. Or just talk about what you want for Christmas. This week, let's welcome the show. He's a wrestler to It's Kurt Cooper, a.k.a. Chris Jack. Chris Jack in the house on Wrestling Daft. This is a historic moment, and there he is, Chris wow. Jack himself. How you doing, brother? I'm not bad, Vab. Yourself? I'm great, actually. I'm actually in top form. How are you, I'm, Chris? I'm not bad, Grado. Not bad at all. Thanks for having me on tonight. What's the deal? John was saying you're from Ireland, or do you, do you work in Ireland, or what's, what's well, the score? Well, so uh, I'm from Lanark uh, originally, and then I moved over to Northern Ireland with my wife uh, back in 2014, uh, six years ago. Why did you move? Uh, uh, for love, for love. love. Uh, my wife's over here, uh, so we'd been married a year back home, 
uh, and then we moved over here, uh, over to, to lovely Warm, right in the, the East Antrim coast. Did you say that you're married? Sorry. Yes, um, yes. Oh man, I got a bit of advice last night off Nick Nairn and Dougie Vipon, they told me never <laughs> to get married. So Aye. Did they say I, that? So, mm-hmm. <laughs> They both like, said that. Both of them said it, mate. See, I always married. feel see see these fucking guys that say that never never get married by the way. Never they're the they're the fucking problem, they guys. They are the I feel for their fucking wives or their ex-wives, guys that hit out with that par. Nick no, Nairn sure can fuck off. Nick Nairn can fuck off with that par. Did you have any theme song when you walked down the island? What was your first dance? That kind of thing, I let you know that. Well, see, I'd it wasn't until I was at the altar that I was thinking you know, so something classical, something a bit classy for the venue. Right. And I really was uh, gutted that I never thought about putting the, the theme tune for It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Like, as I was coming down. Ah. Right. Like, that, that's what I wanted. Uh, our first dance, my wife got to pick that. So that was Forever Love by Gary Barlow, because she's a big Take That fan. Oh, nice. But we didn't account for the fact that the song lasts about five and a half minutes. So, <laughs> so, for, so for the first minute and a half, it was all right. And then for the rest of it, you're just kind of like, Walking around in a circle, thinking, "When the fuck's this going to end?" But no, it was, it was a candy, candy. That sounds good. You've you've gave me a wee bit of buzz, right? Tell me if you think this is pathetic, right? But I feel as if, right, and you, please be honest here, right? But I, if, if I get mar- when I get married, because I probably will. Well, you never know which one we're going to. Fuck's sake, oh, for that. Oh, hold on, hold on a minute. Yeah, if you get married, married, or probably. But what's happening here? There's nothing happening. I just like to listen to things on Spotify and I think this is what I want. Come listen, if, well, listen, see if you need any advice about the buying the rings and all that, right? You know, I've been doing that road, so you just give me a shout. If you want to listen to this and tell me if you think this is pathetic, right? I'd, I'd get to come down to this, right? Listen. <laughs> <laughs> right, listen, it's off like good, by the way. Wait there, right? Are you stunning there, Matt? What's that spot? I'm not good. How good is that? You, I know Chris Lutters. <laughs> and then I want you to see it kicking in, right? My hair. Right. She's dead weird, isn't it, man? Dun, 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 dun. Even get the bit I've got. Isn't that beautiful? That's quite, I mean, would you, would you go for that, do you think? She's getting the option. She's getting the tail and that's it. But Chris, tell us about, tell us about your, you, you wrestle yourself, didn't you? So I do, yeah. I, I've told John a couple of times when I've been in the, the Mark show, uh, I took up uh, wrestling training back in 2018. Uh, purely what, what age What age did you start? Uh, 32. Fuck oh, man, DDP done it. Then a fucking DDP, mate. Yeah, but I mean, your age shouldn't be a factor. I mean, this is the thing. I mean, it's, it depends on the type of. I mean, it depends on the type of. Because right? I, I was thinking back to, like, I've been watching an awful lot of old British wrestling lately because of something I'm writing at the minute. Mm. So I've been watching an awful lot of kind of old world of sport British wrestling and stuff like that. And there's fucking very few of these guys were young. Very very few Aye. of these guys were young. You know what I mean? And even when I think. Uh, um, you know the Japanese wrestling that I love and stuff like that. 
uh, you know, some of these guys when when it feels like they were at their peak and stuff like that were like in their late thirties and stuff like that. You know what I mean? When they were really so. I suppose it's just a, a style of working in it. It's like you now there's it. a very athletic style of working these days um, that's kind of came for the indie scene and has moved into the kind of spotlight in the in, in the majors and uh, you know it's very athletic, very very fast paced and stuff like that. But I just think you know you, you can still you know, what fucking what fucking age what were we talking about who were we talking about recently again who was like did we no mention talk about last week somebody who was old and is still doing. Fucking Jericho. Jericho, aye. Yeah. Jericho. Jericho, you know what I mean? So you've got you get plenty of time. What is the scene like in Ireland? Uh, the, the Northern Irish scene's been, been a bit up and down uh, over the, the last couple of years. Uh, PWU was the, the, the big the big one, and then there was like a few guys broke off for that and formed this company called Uprising. That was mainly uh, uh, Corvin and Bonesaw, Kings of the North. Like they, they went over right. and did that. Where, where that is, uh, Tucker, uh, JDP... Big Tron as well. I don't know if he's one of these. Oh, uh, he he was signed at one point. Big Tron. It was uh, OVW, I think. Aye. Aye, man. He I mean the guy's fucking massive, man. Oh, I remember I seen him years ago for wrestles when I think he went out in uh, Newcastle to train. And uh, aye, so what did he? Was he actually signed to the developmental deal? Like I thought, I'm pretty by? sure it was. Like uh, he kind of stopped taking the training uh, just then about the time that I was starting up. So. So I don't know what his backstory, but I know that he was he was mm-hmm. over there for a good bit. Obviously uh, Tucker as well, and then then about the same time, then about sort of February last year, uh, both Uprising and PWU kind of went in the shitter, and then two new companies came up. Uh, one of which is Titanic Wrestling, which is the the company that I that I train with and, and work with now. Uh, and it's we're, we're working on getting things back on track, and then COVID hit, and then. For some of them, the, the Me Too stuff hit and that kind of knocked one of the other uh, companies out of the water because of stuff that had been going on there as well. But uh, there's a, there's another there's another wee company that I've done a few bits with uh, alongside one Bingo Balance as well. <laughs> right, so Bingo uh, Balance, right, right, so we're not talking Let's about... Let's get to the point here. Like, can you get us in contact with Bingo? And I have you met could. I probably could. I, have, I, worked, uh, I worked a couple of shows with him uh, last summer, uh, one of which ended up with me getting attacked by a pensioner. Uh, when I was uh, doing a, a manager gimmick for one of the boys, right. uh, so I I've not I've not spoke to him for like I think since that show. Tell him we're looking for him. We're looking for him. You need to tell him what we want him because I want I want to manage this guy in ICW when when wrestling comes back. Uh, I manage Bingo Balance in ICW right to the top. I just I mean I just can't believe he's never ever messaged us. You know what I mean? He's been he when you when I think uh, people that we talk about Bingo Balance is number one. Bingo Balance. Bingo. Bingo Balance has had more mentions on this show than fucking anybody. The, the Undertaker? You know what I mean? Yeah. Bingo Balance should do some cameos. <laughs> that would be brilliant. It would be brilliant if we could get... <laughs> Hello, Granny! If we could get Bingo Balance and then get the punters to send in cameos for Bingo Balance today, it would just be the fucking highest point it's <laughs> ever been. Right, my man, what questions have you... What's your finishing move? Oh, I forgot this question. I, it was uh, the... the, the Deadline maker. Uh, like my gimmick is that I'm a, a dirt sheet journalist kind of thing. Oh, um, that's nice. Good, that's by a the way. good gimmick. So I'm, I'm still trying to work out a few of the kinks with it. Like I was, uh, I've been doing like my own podcast, like in character and stuff as well for a wee bit as well. So I was trying to get all the puns in for all my moves and stuff. That's uh, a so good my, gimmick, my, by the way. That's a good it's different. Than that. it's, it's the sort of kind of thing that would work in ICW. Ah, yes. 
So my my finisher is the, the the deadline maker, and it's a double underhook DDT kind of thing. Nice. Like, no, no double underhook. Sorry, uh, like Andrade's hammerlock DDT. Right. Uh, but then one of the, a couple of the more established guys at the the training uh, gym have started using variations of DDTs as well. So I might need to change it up by the time we get back. Uh, we we were always dealt when I first started training. DDTs were banned, like because. Folk would just do everybody can DDT. You know what I mean? Aye. It's the, the, the thing you done in the playground. DDT! So Shamer, I think Shamer actually banned it. Did he? Did Shamer ban the DDT? I think so, aye. Shamer gone. <laughs> <laughs> my finishing move would just be called the Grogger, and it would just be me spitting a big fucking Grogger on the guy's face. <laughs> and in, co- in COVID times as well, that, that would be the ultimate heat seeker. It would be dynamite. It would be dynamite. Mm-hmm. Yep. I would I would love to do that. And you imagine you know sometimes you get the matches where the your opponent uses your finisher on you. Oh yeah, that as well. So sometimes it'd be matches I'm grog on the guy's face Aye. and he's fucking oh, right back in my face, man. But brilliant. Brilliant. Right. So what's your questions, man? So uh the question for, for yourself, Ab, and you kinda alluded to it a wee bit earlier on. Uh you talk quite a lot about how you your your dream is always to be get wrestling back on terrestrial telly. Uh, how close have you got to that and what kind of ways have you looked at doing it? Um, I, I wouldn't say I've ever really got... Frustratingly, I've never really got particularly close. I mean, my dream had always been... My dream had always been for there just to be a weekly uh, wrestling show on terrestrial telly. Uh, and I remember... And there's been so many opportunities for it to happen. Probably the closest we ever got was when... Um, me and Greg kind of pitched it to BBC Scotland back in the day, and me and Greg were going to be involved and and only that. And and this was like a, a long time ago. We went in and pitched it to the commissioner, and we wanted to use the vast majority of Scottish boys, guys like Grado and and stuff like that. We wanted to have a couple of imports as well, though, like a few imports. We wanted a few English people on it. We wanted Page on it. Mm. Um, we wanted um, Spud. We wanted Spud on it. Uh, they were the kind of they were the kind of ones we wanted to bring in, but apart from that, just like all the Scottish talent and stuff like that. And, um, so that was my go. I mean, go reasonably close with NWA UK Hammerlock as well back in the day. Um, you know, to the point where you know it kind of too many fingers get in the the, the pie in it. Um, we lost control of it, and uh, it's just is it's, it's difficult and I, I think it's frustrating. I remember when um, STV Glasgow started up. Do you remember that when STV had Aye. their own STV Glasgow channel? I remember going to them and saying, "You should have a wrestling show on every week. That would actually get people watching." Um, did they just put Tam Cowan and Michelle McManus on it, but because they put her name and everything on that channel? No, they just died. They just didn't. They didn't really take any chances with anything. And then even with the BBC Scotland channel started starting, you know what I mean? I'm just kind of thinking, why would you know? But of course, it's it's different now because ICW are in way WWE now. You know what Aye. I mean? They've got they've got their way of getting out to an audience, but it's still no it's still no the kind of thing I'm talking about, which is like a terrestrial audience, which is like making names for people um, in the country. You know what I mean? Making celebrities out of people in the country that they live in, which I'm not sure. The WWE deal kind of does, do you know what I mean? Because it's kind of playing out to an audience that already has the WWE network. I mean, I think it's a great deal. It's an amazing thing um, these guys having. But I think the thing, you know, the thing I would like to see is, you know, own terrestrial, own normal telly, own the iPlayer, um, a wrestling show every week. I just don't think it will happen ever again now. I think that's it completely by. I don't think it will ever be. It'll never work. 
be a question for Grado. Uh, I did, aye. Uh, and again, kind of based on, on something that we, we spoke about earlier on, they, obviously, they, the one bit of advice that a lot of folk get when they come in is, you know, when it comes to your gimmick and your character, it should be yourself turned up to 11. Uh, well, that's, that's what a lot of folk... Uh, 11. 11. But, <laughs> uh, but what, what I was going to ask you, Grado, is if Grado hadn't took off, if, if nobody had got behind that, what would your character or your gimmick possibly have been? I always wanted, and it was Adam Shame, funny enough, that gave me an idea about being... Uh, you ever seen Clinton Baptiste? Aye. He's the, the medium, the spiritualist. Aye. Was that he in uh, Phoenix Nights? Was he in mm-hmm. that? But before, because he's just recently came back, by the way, he's got the best podcast ever, Clinton Baptiste. And you, can, you if you've done it in wrestling, it would be completely ripping him off. But he gave me an idea about, about being like a sort of camp medium and, and reading the, reading, um, like the wrestling fans' horns and predicting the future and uh, gain readings and seeing ghosts and stuff like that. And I always had that in the back of my mind. But apart from that, that's about the only one. I can't think of there's anything else that I've ever um, thought about even. I'm trying to think. Bus driver. Bus driver, no, or a pilot. (laughs) (laughs) Come out one week as a bus driver, come out next week as as a... pilot but i can't fucking think of a, if i've actually seen a gimmick do you know what i've always wanted to do here's a weird thing right i've always wanted to wrestle in an elvis suit <coughs> i've always wanted to wrestle in remember the the, the, the flying elvis in tna yeah i've always wanted to have an elvis suit with cut off arms the flares and the boots don't ask me why right i don't i'm not a big fucking elvis fan i don't really know much about him but I'd, I'd love to wrestle that, and I've often think, thought about like, putting Grado on a jumpsuit and doing that. Oh, you definitely could. I mean, you <laughs> could so. see that at a big show, you coming out with Elvis jumpsuit on and that, and your hair all done that way with the fucking Grado and rhinestones on the back with fucking dynamite. Aye, aye. But again, that was probably just me. And you that. could even have an Elvis impersonator singing your entrance theme. Aye, all well, that kind amazing. of stuff. And so I think as, as, a, as a trainee, pretty much still because I've not got a lot of matches under my belt, it's... I'm kind of at that stage where I don't know whether to stick or twist with like my own gimmick, mm. you know, kind of freshen stuff up because for whenever we get back, you know, would it be better for me to be doing something else opposed to the stuff that I've done for the last couple of years? So I'm just kind of. The one thing I was telling you, your gimmick's pretty original. I mean, well, there, was, I've, there was a guy years ago that called himself the Smart Mark and stuff like that, but never actually ended it's done with the dirt sheet writing stuff. So I think you go with that, man. The only thing I would say about the dirt sheet writer thing is like you'll never be a baby face. Right. You never be a face with that gimmick, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, but that's all right. That's all I, right, you know what I mean? And even it's actually quite a good, even if whatever happens with the wrestling, it's a good managing gimmick as well. The well, you're managing somebody that's the dirt sheet, right? You that, that's pretty much how it, how it started out. I was, I was managing uh, a boy, uh, Lewis Alexander, uh, and basically I was coming out with like the, the dead top newspaper saying, like, Lewis is the real deal, all this kind of stuff. Yep. Using the paper is my, my gimmick, is my weapon, all that kind of stuff. Uh, so I had that going, but it's just as I say, it's just trying to get a get a good run at it to build up the momentum. With. Beautiful, beautiful. Well, um, you'll need to keep us updated once you once you get back up and running. Keep yourself safe. Don't get any injuries. Get it going, what? and who knows? Maybe one day you might step into the ring with Grado himself, or you might tag with Rab. Remember, I trained you, Rab. Do you tell people that now? <laughs> well, you. Uh, <laughs> 
I don't know. Did you train me at all? Nah, I didn't it was Wolfgang. It was Wolfgang. I didn't see that. It. it was Wolfgang that trained me. I was trained by Wolfgang. Um, I was taught this same day. Mayor Wolfgang, then Rudo. Then... All right. right. Cool, man. Then you, maybe. <laughs> I just remember you eating a lot of snacks. <laughs> <You're> not... <laughs> <laughs> right, Chris, thanks so much for coming right. on. Cheers, mate. Well, My best to your wife as well. All right, all the best, pal. All the best. See you later. No worries, man. Good see you later. Bye. Cheers. So thanks to Chris Jack there. Look out for him if you're on the Irish scene. You might see Chris Jack uh, tangling with your favourite pretty soon, writing up some nasty reports about your favourite on the dirt sheets. Uh, and if you want to be on next week's running, best bet is to sign up to our Patreon as our World Heavyweight Champs get first dibs, IC Champs get second dibs, and Cruiserweight Champions get third. Get on patreon.com forward slash wrestling daft to get yourself involved. Woo! Rob, how are you getting on with VPNs? Are you using one yet? Uh, could you explain to me what a VPN right, is? A VPN, me? honestly, it's the easiest way to watch English Premier League action this season. It's not just English Premier League, but you can get it with basically anything. Whether you're a supporter of the Red Devils, the Blues, the Citizens, the Hammers, or the Gunners. The easiest way to watch these games is with ExpressVPN. Not only that, but it lets anybody in the world get the cheapest EPL subscription on the market. Have I got your attention, Rob? You have got my attention 100%, well, mate. Well, instead of paying for an expensive cable package, you can watch all the EPL games, full replays, for less than four quid a month on Peacock Premium. The catch, man. It's only accessible from the United States. Oh, well, that's where ExpressVPN comes in because it lets you change your online location to a country of your choice so you can access content that's otherwise locked in your region. So you can get 380 games of the EPL this year, plus... No, just that, Rab, man. You can get to watch Saturday Night Live, American Ninja Warrior, Peacock Originals, Brave New World, I held, heard that's an absolute cracker. So just fire up ExpressVPN, connect to the United States, subscribe to Peacock Premium and watch. So what you do is you go to expressvpn.com forward slash wrestling to get an extra three months, three months of ExpressVPN, free on a one-year package, and that goes for everyone, not just an international listeners. ExpressVPN.com slash wrestling. Get three months free at ExpressVPN.com slash wrestling. That's a hell of a deal. That's a hell of a deal. That's a hell of a deal, mate, because basically what you do is you just put it to the United States, sign up for bar, and watch all the EPL games that all the Yanks get, so it's tidy. You just made the list! Every week we run down a chart of something wrestling related in the list of wrestling daft. You can vote for what you want us to talk about at patreon.com forward slash wrestling daft. Now, inspired by Undertaker's cameo appearance, it's another Grado choice this week. He wanted to know who are the best and worst wrestlers on social media. This week with 55% of the vote, of course, it was the worst wrestlers on social media that won it, which is really difficult for me today a top three because I have to be honest, I, I follow very, very few wrestlers on social media. Well, you see, that's diff- it's weird because see when I sit here and think about it, when I I don't hardly watch wrestling anymore, right? My wrestling is social media, like people's tweets, what they tweet, and all the kind of arguments that they all get into. That's my wrestling. It's weird that, isn't it, when you think about it? But that's me. That's how I watch wrestling is through Twitter. Aye. Well, then, I, I just don't really follow that many wrestlers, and most of the wrestlers I do follow are the ones that are good on Twitter. So, you know, your Big E, your... Uh, aye. Yeah, who else is good? Your uh, Kevin Nash, your... Um, because it's always good. Kevin probably. Kevin Nash is always tweeting about like the FBI and all that. No, no, he's he's tweeting about like <laughs> hating Trump and all that. Being a good guy. Um, 
but I don't really know if I have a three worst ones. And also, I think it's quite cruel to be going, well, this person's shite. Whose I, idea was this list? Who was it? It's another I, I, just best and worst, but I don't mean to, I don't think it, I mean, look, if we turn around and say, uh, you know, we don't like what Shane I'm going to say Kermit. Is Kermit uh, see, I love him. I don't like him on Twitter. I don't know. I've never looked Mate, at Mate, him and Dave Meltzer are heavy fellow. It's hilarious. It's hilarious. Every episode back and forth. It's just... Who has Jim Cornette no fellow at me? I know. I know. I know. He's, uh, that's true. No, I mean... Right. Anyway. At some point, you've got to go... Problem must be with that guy. Uh, anyway, let's see, what a fucking the, work. let's see what the punters have got to say. Mick has Curtis Hughes on his Facebook, and apparently he does throwback day every other day, always him and the um. And he also does stuff like love good barbecue and it's a photo of Doritos and a bun. <laughs> Who's this? <laughs> Curtis Hughes was the guy who, um, I mean, he's, I mean, he's not, he, he's. Oh, fucking Curtis Hughes. Curtis Huge. Fucking hell, he follows Curtis Hughes. <laughs> That's all it is, man. Um, aye, Mr. Hughes. So. <laughs> Brilliant. I love how he follows him and watches what he fucking eats. No, that's class. See, I'd like that. I'd like that follow him and me follow him. Uh, Scott says, Good night, Hulkamaniacs and Jabroni Marks without a life. It don't notice a work when you work a work and work yourself into a shoot. Marks for Hulk Hogan. He says, This could be in the best and worst of social media. No, it's just it's the, the fucking best. best. It's the it's best. Uh, Dan says, Currently, the pish that is the Undertaker on Cameo and TikTok. Absolutely horrific. I mean, it's a good laugh, isn't it? I mean, he is. It kind of spoils the mysteriousness of it, but come on, we've got to go to Wendy, you know what I mean? Um, Chris says Ryback, the shite he spouts is cringeworthy. Um, I feel mate, for Ryback. I mean, he's one of the nicest guys, by the way. One of the nicest guys. <laughs> That's fucking. But why can Ryback not get a sniff anywhere? I don't know what's happened with him. He's just. But, but remember before he left WWE, done all the stuff about the contracts, and mm-hmm. I mean he did have the worst idea about you know everybody in wrestling should all be paid the same because it's a work, which just is daft. Would you ever have the guy that's playing the shopkeeper in a movie? Was he going to get paid the same as Robert De Niro? It doesn't work like that. But um, I drove right back from Motherwell to Glasgow once. He was in my motor. What did you talk about? I was in the back, and I was like. Who was in the back? Yeah, you reckon I my bird. And I was like, do you ken this guy? He's like, no. <laughs> I was like, it's right back, man. Was this Kerry Von Erich? I put one sky and I was like, that's how it was in the motor. Was it Kerry Von Erich? Kerry Von Erich, aye. Um, so... I'm amazed that you had right back in the back of your car. Uh, in fact, he sat up front with me. Sat up front. We worked each other. He was, we had a good match. The only thing is, he wanted to date me. He was like... He was up for everything, do you know that way? Because he was one of these guys that he'd just been released. It was one of his first couple of matches, and he wanted to do the fucking planchet or the top rope. He wanted to do fucking chair shots, and what he was right up for everything, which was good. Do you know what I mean? You're um, like, calm down, no. Ah, you're well, like, calm down, calm mate. Down, mate. Fucking, we'll just... Let's just do a dance-off. He was absolutely brand new, but then, uh, yeah, I walked him, and then I took him back into Glasgow, and then... That was like the Saturday, and then the following Thursday, I met him again in New Orleans because it was WrestleMania. And I was like, how you doing, mate? <laughs> He's like, hey. Like, <laughs> Good fight, man. Game easy. <laughs> cool, right, I'll probably catch up with you on the weekend, Megan. 
Gordon says, "What are you doing?" Gordon says, "Remember me." Days later. <laughs> remember me, I wrestled you on Saturday night, mother when I gave you a run my car back to class. Remember me, I'm not about my back of my mother, no? <laughs> <laughs> Gordon says Marty Jannetty, just, <laughs> just for his apparent <laughs> confession of murder. I just <laughs> It was so awkward, right? Because he was telling me about this fucking uh, protein powder that he was making, right? He was, oh, yeah. He'd been on about it for ages and ages and ages. And spoke about it and it was like when I first met my girlfriend, have you got over the protein body any minute now? So I thought there was like a big difference between the fucking Saturday and the first day, you know what I mean? Have you got over that one night? Anyway. Uh, Daniel says Joey Ryan. Used to think Walloper was only descri- used to describe his gimmick. Superstar Billy Graham seems like a prick as well. Everybody's letting loose here. Chris says Donald Trump. Well, that's interesting. Donald Trump is a wrestling personality. Never shuts up. And he's worse than Triple H when it comes to doing the job and losing. (laughs) (laughs) And Stephen says, the worst wrestler on social media is Grado. Wish he would stop posting photos and videos of food. I'm on a health kick. You don't do it so much anymore, do you? Post a food. Don't, mate. No, because you kind of get feared, don't you? No, no. No, you did used to post up some delicious fucking scran, though. Mate, that's... Sometimes I'd be in my bed at fucking midnight and then you'd stick up on Instagram something with some delicious fucking burger somewhere or something. I know, I know. I miss the days, man. Fuck. It's fucking... No, it's just pieces and Is that just like when you're on the road travelling about just getting scrammed here, there and everywhere? Back in the day now, I'm just going to look at the candy bar and sulkets for a plate of soup. I'm oh, fucking uploading that. Jesus Christ, it's yeah, depressing, that's pretty, isn't it? That's what happens, you know. It's fucking depressing. Like that, so. Christmas isn't far away, and today being Friday, we're going Black Friday daft. Wait, 25% off in our store. 25% off. You can have a wrestling daft t-shirt, hoodie, phone cover, trucker cap, one air range of grade inspired bum bags at shop.spreadshirt.co.uk forward slash wrestling daft. On there you'll find designs such as Alexa, who's Graham Stevely, I'm a Mark, crud, chips, cheese and donor meat and I'm a wrestler. Tay, you need to go on there. You can even get a face mask to wear while you're stuck in line for Smiths trying desperately to get your hands on that PlayStation 5. You fucking still know you got one. I've been playing mine all week. I've been playing NBA all week. So check out or range at shop.spreadshirt.co.uk forward slash wrestling daft now or check out the links on our Facebook page or Twitter at wrestling daft. Christmas is coming. Time to get some presents for your granny. Hello, <laughs> granny. <laughs> now it's that point in the show where we dump Biff Tannen into some shite and head back to the future. Last week, Gredo told you to watch, well, I think it was actually me who told you to watch Survivor Series Deadly yeah. Game for 1998. Uh, can I just cut you off before, you say, before we start talking about this? Tell me what you think, Rab and John, but I think this is the shittest part of the show. And so I think we should change it. What do you, what do you want to change it to? Let's change it. What do you want to change it? I, don't I, had, know, an idea. I had an idea about it, Gray, but you go first. Yeah, you go first. I and thought... we'll this. We should hear this because I like what yes. I thought for the retro review, what we could do is invite on a wrestler or a personality who enjoys too much hassle, and then we have a bit of chat with them, and then we they can. You never get the math. No, fuck that. That is my idea. All the guys that are in IC, like all the like things here. You're Sean McLaughlin's. Ah, for fuck. Who's wants to listen to Sean McLaughlin? Sean's a great. Sean's a great guy. Yes, he's great. But I don't want to fucking pop him when we've been doing the podcast for tours and he comes on and starts telling stories. He tell me on WhatsApp. He's my idea. Right. Right. Okay. 
Alistair podcast. I just just come into my head right a football podcast regarding a certain club, and they at the end of their podcast read redo a wee letter. And uh, I think the best stuff in this podcast is when punters tell their stories. What about we done? I mean, John, you maybe know better if if this would work easy, but just like people t- tell us right in their memories a wrestling moment or something that's happened to them or a story about wrestling that means a lot to them. Now I know you get this right at the start, but if we actually made it a feature. Do you know what I mean? Like a retro kind of memory. I don't know. It could be. It could be played out. What do you think, Rab? Do you know what I mean? Right. Here's my idea. Right. Right. On you go. He'll, he'll nail it because he knows he's the writer. He'll here's my he, idea. Why don't we get? The, why don't we get the punters to send in um, funny stories for their past? Right. It doesn't even have to have anything to do with wrestling. Yeah. Just a funny story of what's happened to them in their life. It has to be true. Is the only thing. And here's what we do at the end of the show every time. Right. We call it wrestling daft road stories. Right. And we set it up like me and Grado are driving him for a show. Right. And one of us has to go like that to the other one. I need to tell you a story, brother, about something I heard for this guy, right? Something, this, something that happened. As if we're driving him, and we're, maybe we could even put a wee sound effect in, like a road and traffic in the background. Aye. A nice white Aye. ease out of the show, and we tell it, and we have to tell this story that somebody sent in. Mm-hmm. That'll, be, that'll be beautiful. But there beautiful you go, Res- wrestling daft at road stories, because they fuckers watching re- Survivor Series 98. Well, on. you say that, Grado. Half a big bronze, you know what I mean? Cello did. He says, love this pay-per-view. Wore it the VHS years back. Uh, match of the night, three-way tag match for me. The Rock looked like an absolute star, beating Bossman in like five seconds. Screwing mankind to gear Rock the belt was great storytelling. Laid the groundwork for Austin versus Rock at Mania 15. Let me tell you something. I remember watching this pay-per-view. This is me, Rab Florence. I remember watching it, and when The Rock beat the Bossman in like five seconds, I was like, oh my God, it's the most mental thing I've ever seen. That was amazing. And then when it turns out at the end of the night, it was all oh, a fucking fix. The fix was in. The Bossman fucking laid down for him. It was the, one of the best twists in the history of wrestling. Daniel says the interesting part of the pay-per-view was the terrible chair shot by Briscoe. I've heard Pritchard and Austin tell stories that it was meant to be boss man, but he missed his cue and they called an audible. It <laughs> certainly is one of the best booked pay-per-views ever, though. Absolutely, what a show. Tap to finish. Chris said Survivor Series 98 is a great pay-per-view. Here's what he said, actually. He says, I always thought it was unfairly criticised, but this is largely due to American reviewers no liking the tournament format. It's great storytelling from start to finish. It ends with a proper jaw-drop conclusion. Love the hinking behind the book in the rock. Having corporate team members sacrifice themselves in each round so the rock advances easy, but no making it obvious to the viewers that was what happening. Thought Shane screwing Steve Austin then giving him the bird was an attitude era defining moment. Only part I didn't like was Vince <laughs> ringing the bell with mankind in the sharpshooter and an obvious dig at Bret Hart. I get why he did it, but this pay-per-view felt about the push, the future, not a past, and it seemed cheap. Oh, I know it's one of the best pay-per-views of the late 90s. Only top to that era, in my opinion, by Canadian stampede. He says so. That was what Chris <laughs> said about it. Uh, Chris, a big fan of the rock. Uh, so, so we're not going to pick any shows for next week because next week we're going to have our first wrestling daft road story, and that's going to be one of your stories, something for your past, something funny you did at a family party, something that happened at a wedding, a fight Aye. you were involved in, somebody you shagged that you shouldn't have shagged, <laughs> whatever that might be. It's going to be the kind of story that a wrestler might tell another wrestler when that's they're on the road driving him for a show. Yeah. It's going to be the kind of story that has a bit of sauce, a bit of juice to it, a bit of drama to it, something that's going to make the other one laugh. And here's the way I think it should work as well. Only one of you should see it. Like if it's my turn to tell the story, only I should see it. You shouldn't see it, Gradle. And mm-hmm. if it's your turn to tell the story, only you should have it and you tell it to me. That's you know good. I mean? I It'll be beautiful. I want I want I want fans to send in their story about themselves and for them to go, should I have sent that? 
because this is what happens when you're, you're on the road, you're tired, you end up telling everybody your fucking darkest secrets. And once you get home and wake up the night this morning, you go, fuck, I shouldn't have told them that. That'll That's what beautiful. we want. That'll be beautiful. So get them in, get them in, and, and make them a decent length, need two sentence ones. Uh, we want your full name and all that as well, because we have to be able to go... I need to tell you about this guy, this guy Bingo Balance, right? I fucking <laughs> tell you on a show once, right? So, so get him in, get him in, uh, and and maybe it'll be you next week. That's it for this week's show. Please rate, review, and subscribe on Apple or get us in wherever you get your podcasts. Don't give us any excuses. Jump on this because I'll tell you something. This show's about to turn the corner. And it's very special uh, with these road stories starting next week. I feel as if Wrestling Daft's going to become the most avant-garde most experimental podcast in the wrestling game. We go twice a week, so you can catch us on a Friday. Catch a Mark's podcast on a Tuesday. That's where guys actually watch your wrestling. They know what's going on. Also, remember to get on our Patreon, patreon.com forward slash wrestling daft to check out the video version. And why not buy yourself a t-shirt? Come on, it's Christmas. Come on now, shop.spreadshop.co.uk forward slash wrestling daft. Grado. That? That, was that? A, that was our child that's come into the room. Mate, I thought that was in my room up here, looked about a shot. Ellie, go away. <laughs> Beautiful. Grado, it's yourself. Up the road. Up the road. Up the road, that's yourself. Yeah, yeah. 11, 11. Next week, get your stories in. Aye. Hello, Granny. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye, Granny. <laughs> Audio Frontier. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio.